This is episode 175 of the e-commerce coffee break podcast. Today I have Piotr Pizatz of weareuncapped.com on the show and we talk about funding options that are available for e-commerce merchants. So let's get started. This is the e-commerce coffee break. A top-rated Shopify growth podcast dedicated to Shopify merchants and business owners looking to grow their online stores. Learn how to survive in the fast-changing e-commerce world with your host, Klaus Lauter, and get marketing advice you can't find on Google. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the e-commerce Coffee Break podcast. 2023, interesting year because a lot of financial issues there. Banks have a problem. We're talking about recession financial matters really matter to a lot of e-commerce merchants. So we want to dive a little bit more into the topic on how you can fund your business if you want to grow or if you need help with your cash flow. So therefore, I have Piotr Pizas on the show. He is the founder and CEO of weareunk.com. And Piotr has a huge background when it comes to financials. He also worked at Google and was a venture capital investor in funds like DN Capital and FinTech Capital. So let's welcome Piotr to the show. Hi, Piotr. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Piotr, tell me a little bit about the situation out in the market. I touched on it. What's happening? What's the biggest problem right now for e-commerce merchants out there? E-commerce businesses are having a bit of a difficult time today. And this is caused by several issues. First of all, a year ago, year and a half ago, we've seen a huge issues with logistics and e-commerce businesses were forced to buy much more inventory than they would normally, just because the cycle to get the goods from China or anywhere in the world to Europe or US were so long. Secondly, the people had a lot of disposable income. They were staying home. They were buying a lot of goods. And finally, the third issue that happened recently is we had a lot of change in the ads algorithm. Apple introduced the famous iOS tracking thing where it's much harder for the companies like Facebook and Instagram to track users. And this made the ads much more inefficient. So first of all, we have much increased cost of acquisition, lower demands, and more inventory on the hands of retailers, what meant the perfect storm? Well, they all have a significant cash flow issues. This combined with now general issues with the economy makes it a really, really difficult time for a lot of retailers, direct-to-consumer businesses across the globe. Yeah. We don't want to scare people away. E-commerce is still a great business, but you need to get your ducks in a row. Now, having your finance finances sorted out, very important part, looking at the right KPIs. Now, I know from my own history, going to a bank and asking for money is not the easiest task. Well, luckily enough, nowadays, there are other solutions to that. So you came up with a way to help merchants on the financial side of things. Give me a bit of an idea where you started and what the idea is. We started almost four years ago with a mission to help entrepreneurs have easier access to the capital. I actually, as you mentioned, I spent several years in a venture capital industry before, and I met hundreds, even thousands of entrepreneurs who are coming to me as a VC to get money just to buy more inventory, buy more ads, scale their business. This is not the best way to use your equity. You should have a better way to grow your business. So we came up with a business model where the e-commerce company can come to Uncapped connect us to their data. We integrate directly with their Shopify engine or Magento. 
we go to their Google Analytics, to their marketing accounts, to their accounting, to their banking details, and we quickly analyze the thousands of parameters of a business. So you now we can quickly understand how fast you're growing, what are your margins, what's your cost of acquisition, how many customers are coming back, what are your returns. And if you like your business, within 24 hours, we can give you up to several million of pound, euro, dollar to scale your marketing, buy more inventory, invest in the team. Okay. I think that's a very good point that you mentioned there. If you go to a traditional bank and you talk to your banker and you tell them what you do, e-commerce business, half of the time, they will not even understand what you're talking about. So that makes it very, very difficult to get a credit, a loan or any kind of money out of them. What are the KPIs that you're specifically looking for? For us, you know, uh, high level, what we're really looking at is, first of all, the growth of your business. Are you able to scale the business? Most of the companies we fund are still unprofitable, but we want to see the growth trajectory. We want to make sure actually, when we believe you will be profitable. Then we spend a lot of time understanding your margins. And we're looking, how much are your cost of goods sold? What's your gross margin? What's your CM1? What's your CM2? We want to understand how much it costs you for you to acquire a customer. What's your payback period? How many customers are returning? Just so we understand how these benchmarks versus your operating costs and at what point and when can you be uh, profitable. We do a very detailed modeling. So actually for every customer, we actually have our own financial model built automatically where we understand their financials, their cash flow gaps. We understand their seasonality. We know when we'll be making money, when we'll be burning money. And we prepare the offer for customer, which actually we will make sure that we smooth out your cash flow needs and help you grow. What kind of scenarios are merchants in when they approach you? Is it always a last minute emergency or is it more long-term planning? How does that work? The best clients we have, it's a very long-term planning. It's usually the phase when they see, okay, my business is growing. I would like to now invest million, two million, three million in the growth of a company or maybe hundred thousand. I actually have this new collection coming out. There's a new season. I need to pay my suppliers in advance, usually to pay your suppliers now, and you will get the money back in three months, five months, four months. So usually we are not the lender of last resort. We are lender for growth businesses when they want to grow. And we understand this. We help them plan. We prepare a flexible financing plan for them that they can draw the money when they need, as they need them, at a very low affordable rates. Okay. Tell me, where's the biggest difference in, in simple words between you, a venture capitalist, a bank, or any other financial institution? Venture capitalist will give you a lot of money by taking part of your company away from you and expecting the return within five, 10 years. It's a different type of partner allowing you to invest in a very risky investment. The banks take the least amount of risk. First of all, they usually have a security often in form of personal guarantee and other charges, they will offer you very, very cheap financing, usually, but it's usually available only for the best of the best companies. I would say 99% of our clients, there is no way they can have a bank financing. And even if they can, it's very limited. We are the specialist lender focused on e-commerce businesses. We really understand e-commerce. All we do is e-commerce and we can offer the financing tailored to you, available very, very quickly. Also, like the first drawdown will be very, very quick, but also if ever you want money from us again, it will be a very, very quick process. Tailored to your needs, we can make sure that the repayment is on a structure in a way 
but it works for your cash flows, which we expect for you to have. You said you specialize in e-commerce. Now, e-commerce has different areas. You have your Shopify store, you have your SaaS business. Give me an overview of what kind of businesses within e-commerce you're working with. Frankly, it's any kind of e-commerce. On one hand, we have small e-commerce store, which are one person doing Amazon sales with 50,000 revenue per month or even less. I think the lowest, smallest customers are like 10,000 a month. On the other hand, we have businesses with 50 to 100 million turnover per year, having hundreds of people. And there we are a plan of their multi-year strategic plan. These businesses today are planning for the 2024 and they are discussing with us today how we can fund their production this year for the following year. A small Amazon merchant probably is like, hey, I can buy 20,000 pounds or euro worth of goods, which I can sell with Amazon at a profit. Can you quickly give me the money? So as you can imagine, very, very different types of customers and very different solutions we offer to them. Okay. What are the minimum requirements that are needed to apply? Usually for the Amazon merchants, we expect you to have 10,000 sales per month and three months of a history. For the traditional e-commerce companies on Amazon, it's about 50,000 monthly sales and six months of a history. What are the biggest issues that you see with merchants? So basically, where do they struggle the most so that they need money? Is there any specific that you can, specific sure. points you can point out? There are two types of companies needing the money. There's company which needs the money because they grow fast. They have this working capital gap. The faster you grow, the more money you need because there's always this working capital gap. And then there is another type of companies which have problems. And then the money because, hey, we're struggling. When we see the company struggling, typical use case will be, first of all, too high operating costs. I think it's very often that the companies overgrew, especially in the last two years. They have too many people employed. They are too inefficient. Actual unit economics are decent, but they never managed to find the way to operate their company in a lean way. And I think it's very, very efficient. Another typical problem is overstocking. We have a lot of clients who unfortunately bought too much of the goods and have inventory, which is not rotating. It doesn't show in your PL because you don't sell it. It doesn't appear in your PL. But if you have a lot of money stuck in the inventory you can sell, maybe you can sell it, but it will take you one year, two years. This is a problem to you. They are really struggling to find a way how to get out of this inventory. And then finally, there are companies where the margins don't work. Maybe the business, the goods are selling, but they cannot charge enough for this. They have to lower the pricing, the logistic costs are too much, or cost of acquisition is too much. And everything would be fine, but they lack this 5, 10, 15% of a margin to make their business efficient. Usually it's driven by the inefficient marketing. They are trying to scale the marketing of a business, but the efficiency of the marketing is plummeting and it's becoming a problem for them. For the good companies, usually the only problem is cash flow. Hey. I have my product is selling. I need more money. Piotr, please give me 1 million, 2 million, 3 million for the growth. We love these customers. Okay. Our listeners have to re-listen the last three minutes that you just said, because in a <laughs> nutshell, that's what they need to work on. If you don't have a lean business, if you have too much stock, look into it. That's, I think that's a very good general guideline for every entrepreneur, for every business out there. Now you are revenue based. So how does the repayment work? Give me a bit of an insight. To be very honest with you, we actually don't really do much more revenue based loans anymore. Revenue based is something that we started with and we still can get it from us. For the listeners, this means that the loan repayment is tied to your revenue. Let's say we agree that you give us 20% of your revenue. Now we get 20% of your revenue until you repay the loan. The funny thing is, 
we realized some time ago with the customers much more prepare the fixed repayment schedule. And today, in almost every single case, we just give a client straight amortizing loans when we agree you'll repay us, let's say, 10000 a month, 100000 a week, or whatever it is. And we have this fixed repayment schedule, which allow the customers to have much more certainty over what will be repaid and when. We're also now launching a new product where we give customers line of credit when they can top up the loan amount up to a certain limit. So at every single point of time, they can have 100 to 100,000 million or two drawn from us and basically work on this flexible model with us to have money as they needed. Sometimes if you get money, it might affect your credit score. How does that work with your solution? It doesn't affect your credit score. We don't report discussion with us to the credit agencies or even taking the loan from us to the credit agencies. So there's absolutely zero impacts on the credit score. Okay, excellent. What kind of timeline you said that can go very, very quickly? What's the process? What would be the first step for a merchant to get in contact with you? Usually they can go to our website, apply for a loan, connect the data to us, We'll ask them to schedule the call with our account executives, mainly because we want to understand their needs and tailor the product to them. Once we get the data from the client, we'll prepare the offer within 24 hours. Obviously, if you're a solopreneur, you're on your own. If you have a small or medium enterprise, are there other parties involved? I don't know, like the accountant or someone who might help with the process? The process is very straightforward and actually doesn't require much work. We ask for the connection to the accounting data or having accounting data sent to us in one way or another. Most of the founders have this available. If they don't, they can invite the accountants to the process or help them with it. And we're not asking for much. We have several cases when the clients approach us in the morning and got funds disbursed in the evening. So the process can be very, very fast. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of listeners will love to hear that. Now you have worked with thousands of funders. Are there any cases where you will not fund them or basically that you see a red flag where you would not be interested in? At the end of the day, we are lending business, right? So we have to be selective. We have to find out in more cases, we say no than yes. We cannot lend to everyone. Unfortunately, we see a lot of underperforming businesses, especially in the current times. As I mentioned, usually the main reasons are poor economics of a business, poor margins, too much operating costs, or sometimes too much debt. If there is too much debt to someone else, we are not the lender who can most of the cases refinance. There are sometimes we are happy to pay back the debt of someone else, but more often than not, this means that the company is really struggling. We cannot work together, unfortunately. Okay, that's very honest. You don't want to fund a dying business. Doesn't make sense yeah, at all. Exactly. Where can people find out more about you guys? I suggest visiting our website, weareuncapped.com. Also, feel free to just email me directly. My email is P-I-O-T-R, weareuncapped.com. Happy to answer any questions personally. Well, I will put the link in the show notes as always. Before we leave and our coffee break ends, give me a bit of your personal view on how 2023, looking into the glass bowl, how the situation will evolve. Will e-commerce be on the rise or will it be more flatlining for a while? In the long run, I'm very optimistic about the e-commerce. E-commerce is a future. Now we are having a bit of a rough patch generally as an economy. But I think this means that the clients are also thinking, how can I buy goods more efficiently, cheaply? They, they go online because there is much more choice available. So I'm a huge believer in the e-commerce, generally speaking. And I think that the well-run companies, for them, this is the opportunity of a lifetime because many companies which are not efficient and they struggled are going out of the market. The founders, which are able to 
scale down the operations, think about the economics, be more careful. They will really reap the rewards of the hard work very soon. Okay, no true words. I think our listeners got far more information out of this interview than just about funding. Very solid business info there. Piotr, thanks so much for your time. It was very interesting. And I will put, as I said, the links in the show notes and then people can reach you directly. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. And that's a wrap for this episode. I hope you found today's episode informative and actionable. As a reminder, we have a growing community of e-commerce professionals where you can share your insights, ask questions and learn from other merchants. If you're interested in joining, please visit our website at ecommercecoffeebreak.com and sign up for the community. And don't forget to subscribe, rate and review our podcast to stay updated on the latest marketing trends and strategies for Shopify e-commerce merchants. See you next time.